We're back. Once again, we're back. Call a friend. It is the most infamous of episodes. Episode 85 of the Lyrical Ones podcast. And on this 85th episode, Al Fluent, how are you doing? I am well. It is nice to say it. I will say it again. I am well. And I will take that in, internalize that, um, not just as an outward expression, but accept that I am well and I am I'm grateful and I am happy to be here celebrating so many things a weekend before a new lunar new year year of the tiger a day before the earth strong life anniversary birthday the eve of our producer's birthday and another wednesday the last wednesday in january 2022 and the two-year anniversary of a tragic accident that took nine nine lives in a helicopter crash in Southern California. It is wild to think about the luxury of getting home safely. Um, it's wild to think of it as a luxury. Um, to do something as routine as go to practice, which in its name, right, is means repet repetition. And to do something you've done multiple times and one day things turn out different. But us as humans, right, we got to transition in and and react and, you know, acknowledge the change, you know, and react in an honest, honest manner that you know, doesn't vilify those who were involved without knowing who was at fault. You know, especially if you weren't there. But it's episode 85. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad I made it home. Glad my family members made it home. Cineo, I'm glad you made it back here. Abe, I'm glad you made it back here. Senio, how are you today on this episode 85? I'm super appreciative. Super appreciative on this 85th episode. Um, super appreciative. I'm taking this as it was given to me from The Rock. 
The Rock recently was quoted in an interview by saying, or not it was an interview, it was he posted it on social media, he put it on Instagram. He was talking about how this helped him maintain or grow or be successful, right? Which is his perception on how he sees things. And I'm big on perception and perspective and how that creates and dictates our realities. Um, it was difficult when I was younger to accept, but as I've learned to work with it, embrace it and develop it as my own, this quote that he said was powerful. He said, I stopped saying I have to, and I start saying I get to, right? Like I have to do this. I have to work out, right? I have to show up for these interviews. I get to show up for these interviews. I get to work out. And that change in phrase, it changes the way you receive what it is that's going on within yourself, that internal dialogue. I'm, you know, uh, big on communication. I'm very intentional as I facilitate groups and share skills. And we talk about, you know, what does it mean to sustain yourself in different environments? And communication is very crucial. And when you're working with younger people and you're trying to help them, skill set for me it's important to maintain uh, a receptiveness to information and education and you don't know where you're gonna get it from and so the rock has said that and i've adopted that and has started sharing that with others to help them if they if you know if the shoe fits to broaden their perspective on how they view things because there, yeah, I get to go home. There's people who won't. There's people yeah. who, for whatever reason, there's a multitude. We can go down the spectrum, but I get to, yeah, yeah. I get to celebrate Abe's birthday, right? I get to celebrate the fact that we're here together. I get to celebrate the fact that we get to share space. I get to celebrate the fact that you're cooking something that sounds extremely delicious. And as much as I would like to have some, I get to know that you're making it, right? It is, it is important for me because when I'm able to exercise gratitude it does change my view it does change my mind and I'm able to you know appreciate what I do have I'm able to to like lean in in that infinite love and joy of yeah like I I'm so fortunate to be able to get to do or have any of these things right to get to a point where i can have the relationships that i do um to be surrounded by the people that i am and to enjoy the things that you know regardless of how deep or shallow i'm able to like appreciate and enjoy it so yeah that's that's kind of that's where i'm at with it i'm super thankful that i get to do so much so that's where i'm at right now Thank you for sharing. We got. I like that concept. That's that's one I I often uh, internalize as well. That that I get to. Um, right, you get to wake up every day. It's a good day because it's a good day. Every day is the best day. I, I I get I get to wake up. I've, I've gotten to wake up so far, you know, and and you know it's. It's been great, and it's been hard at times, and I've been navigating 
a few losses in my circle um folks who have transitioned uh from the spiritual body to physical bodies and it's wild to think about the you know the collective um atomic structure of each person and you know how it will it will change and right we all change and that transition right is something that again that we get to do and you know we get to accept an intentionality right we get to acknowledge an intentionality of of acceptance into what is and what could be and what has been and choose the the lens that we see life through and we the lens that we see our choices um, our tasks our responsibilities our recreation we get to right we get to acknowledge and say man i get to do this like i get to be on a podcast i get to talk to my my folks on a weekly basis i get to process what's happening in the world <laughs> the rock never stops for show thanks for the, the comment love the combo right man octavia butler a beast of a of an author um anytime you want to check out some dope sci-fi tap into some octavia butler goddess change right or right another way to somebody might say it is right change is god right that it is a constant that governs our existence and if you're just thinking on on science and what happens you know science is the how right spirituality is the why and we get to ponder these things we get to have these conversations we get to weigh our perspectives and we see what happens when it comes to division when we when we think when we think from a space of i have to and that we are somehow forced or that we are obligated to operate navigate a certain way and really it's important for us to always acknowledge our our power of choice and that intentionality to say yeah i think i'm gonna do this because i can and i get to do this because of my capacity my energy level my my knowledge the privilege that i have the the street knowledge that i have the the common knowledge the you know street smarts or the culture that i have because of the culture right i get to like i just think about the music that i had to listen to 
because I wasn't old enough to own music or I wasn't in ownership of the record player or the music system or the stereo system or the radio. I had older siblings. I had parents who played music. And my my perspective could have been, right, I, I have to listen to this. And really, I've, I have always felt privileged to experience new music and new sounds wherever they were coming from. And that's something that I've gotten to do over my lifetime. And I never saw it as something, oh, man, I have to listen to this. I don't even know if it's going to be good. I have to listen to this. They play the same song every day. And I've heard many songs many times. And those sounds and lyrics and melodies and instruments transport me throughout my life. They transport me throughout my mind and my memories. And I get to revisit some of those spaces because of an instrument. Be because I'm familiar with the Japanese shamisen that it can take me somewhere that I've that I've been or take me to a feeling that I can relive a feeling. And then it would bring uh, a plethora of other memories, you know, and it's really, it can really like, like change your life to, you know, have that perspective of acceptance. So I really thank you for sharing that quote and just opening up our, this episode with that mindset. You know, I mean, I'm glad and, and appreciate that you were able to receive it, that I was able to share it. Uh, that, yeah, like you really touched on something when you said that I had to listen to. And now in hindsight, because, you know, even referencing what you said, because it's, it's very near and dear and hits home, you know, losing a lot of people. It's for me so important to change my frame of mind because, yeah, once you lose a person, once that person's gone, you it's easy to, to stop looking at what you had to do because a lot of what you had to do, you miss. And then it does turn into I was fortunate to even get the chance. Right. I was fortunate to get the chance yep. to have those Sundays where my mother's playing Al Green to clean the house because I have an appreciation for Al Green and the music that was shared with me to now explore, right? Al Green's music and discography, right? His catalog, not to mention all the other artists that were played. Right, look at Look at this. The first the first concert ticket that I ever held in my hand to go to a show was Al Green. The first one I ever had was Al Green. I don't know if that, that makes me old or it makes me lucky or both or fortunate. And I know, I, I think it's all, all of the above. Because um, Al Green is really just a, like a wild person. 
because he's pretty much covered everybody's music True. for no reason at all. Just like, nah, I got, I got something for, I got, I got my own version of that. It's like if you don't protect your stuff, Al Green will cover it, and even if you do, he'll protect, he'll cover it anyway. You're right. You're going to get the Al Green variation. Al Green got an anthology of covers. If you don't know, now you know. For real. I mean, but yeah, that's the thing is having that um, as a baseline for sorrow, grief, to remember people, to honor their memory. Because, you know, we we as a collective you know, world have lost so many people just in this dangerous, crazy time that we've been in. But, you know, that's even without that time for some of us where it's almost like a routine or scheduled thing, right? And so having that framework of knowing that, yeah, I got to spend time with these people and I got to experience their expect their perspective and I got to experience their tastes and their values and we got to share this this moment, right? Like you said, like that ticket. The ticket that you got to hold, that mean that that means that you had the ability to share space with so many different aspects in that moment, right? Like who Al Green is, yeah. who who had an appreciation for Al Green, and all the other people who were also holding on to them tickets, right? No one, right. I, I mean, it's it's gonna be hard to replicate what that means for that specific artist right it's one of those if you missed it you missed it right now there's going to be other shows and other artists but in that specific moment at that specific time there's something that will not be replicated in a multitude of ways right and i think that's it's infinitely incredible and then that appreciation to even acknowledge that right because most people could scoff and belittle and minimize and make that just yeah, whatever. It's 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 um it's minor in comparison to everything else. But man, like to think about it now, like yeah, I would want to go to a green concert and really have it popping and you know enjoy myself because you just never know. Man, you you really don't, and you like you don't have a time frame on when something becomes a once in a lifetime thing and i think that was the thing that's been trippy about the last couple of years is there are some things that happened before 2020 that for some people are were once in a lifetime thing and i like to see my my own my life and the people I interact with as once in a lifetime interactions. Right? That that however long if I meet with somebody once a week for two years, three years, whatever it may be, it may not come back around like that. We got a question from Rock never stops. Who are three artists you feel we all must go see in reflection of the once in a lifetime theme? Man, so it's tough because 
you got to think about who's still here. First off, um, I had tickets to a Lauren Hill Fuji's reunion concert last fall that got pushed to this spring that eventually got canceled. Sad news. Um, but whatever form that I would experience Lauren Hill in, I would appreciate I would appreciate that. Especially because she's running like she's running on her own time. I like I go back and listen to Unplug and her perspective about earlier parts of her career where she was running herself into the ground. And then she had this new appreciation for agency, freedom, and her life for herself and the quality of life. I feel like she never turned back from focusing on that quality of life in her family. And she had a, a, a couple of kids to look after. Um, and, you know, regardless of the sound, I think when you can get an artist's current uh, expression of of their work, wherever they are, I think I feel like that's what we missed out on with like somebody like Tupac. Like I I I feel sad that I didn't get to see him grow past some of his words, you know, his his last bit of content. So you know, who's an artist for you? Man, the first one that came to mind because I still hold I still hold an ounce of hope, an ounce of faith. Hint somewhere in a mask. One of the biggest influences on that decision is an electronic duo by the name of Daft Punk. I absolutely mm. love Daft Punk. Their album Discovery is my number one album. That is my go-to whenever whenever I'm in a mood that needs to be destroyed or pulled away from or changed, I'm going to get that album and I'm going to listen to it. Now, the thing is, recently Daft Punk has, uh, they've retired, right? So it's no longer a thing about Daft Punk, right? They made a whole event about it. They gone. And the last time they had a show run was, I think it was like 2007, maybe 2009, where they did a world tour and they stopped in Berkeley. And I missed out on it. Now there's footage online. I've even like gotten one of like when they, you know, man, like it's just, it's so heartbreaking to know that, that a duo, two individuals who have such a fond appreciation, admiration, my my go-to source of escapism in an auditory sense. Yeah. I know they're alive, yet they have made the choice which is respectful and, and appropriate for them, and I understand, right, everyone has the, the agency, right, like you said, to decide when enough is enough. But if they ever... they you said the, album is, dis the, the, you said the album is Discovery? Yeah, it's called Discovery. If they ever, if they ever ever decide to do a show i don't care where it is in the world i'm there i am there because to me their their music is just this 
emotional driving force. And I even have one of the live albums. And to hear the crowd's response and the reaction and like their that in the moment vibe because i've been at shows like where i'm like i gotta go right like i remember it was like jay-z and justin timberlake and i'm like i'm going to that i'm gonna go i'm gonna i love justin timberlake i love jay-z i'm gonna see them and i was not disappointed i was appreciative right it was it was like the last show at candlestick park so it was even more emphasis on this occasion to be like this is a once in a lifetime event right like to sit in this in this this suite and to be around so many people from the city, like I made the walk. What's that? What's the street right there that go from third all the way down? What's that street? Get Gilman. Gilman. I walked down Gilman, right? I walked from, I parked by Philip Burton High School, right? Walked all the way down to Hill Manziel, right? Sam Bruno walked down Gilman, right? Paul Ave to Gilman, right? And Paul. Paul, yeah, Paul to Gilman. Right, I'm sitting there interacting with the people trying to sell shirts. I rem- I'll never forget these these little transactions, right? I remember dudes was trying to get my jacket off me, like, hey, how much you want for that? Like, I'm with my lady, who's now my wife. That was such a pivotal mo- like moment for me, right? We went to this show, right? Now, looking years later, we married, right? That is such a significant... I got the sweet pass, right? Like, the, the placard, the... the uh, what is it? The uh, I want I don't know. I want to call it uh, epoxy, but like you know, when they put it in a plastic placard, right? I got that forever as a moment to hold, right? To cherish. And yeah. so, talk about once in a lifetime, right? To not having the ability to go to a show, to having the ability to go to a show that has been life changing, right? Where it's like, like I'm trying to court her and like show her, like, hey, look, I got these tickets come hang out with me next thing you know 2020 vision right we got married in 2020 and we made that intentional because of the 2020 experience nice. right so there's so many different uh, things that tie into this show but that show was so epic right it was so important and i can't begin to like put emphasis on yeah like appreciating the opportunity that I I was able to, that I was able to do that, that I was able to have that, that I was able to share it, that I have a partner in life that was with me in that moment, right? To also having that sense of, you know, missing out, if you will, of like, you know what? I'm, I'm fortunate enough to even miss an opportunity, right? Like I can find gratitude in what I don't have. And that is joyful. Yeah. Um, Abe, I want uh, I want to know what your your artist your artist is. One of your artists show? who uh, we that we all gotta go see. Artist who's around who we all gotta go see. And so, like, I want to, Senio. First, I want to say that JT completely murked Holy Grail. To like the utmost degree. Like, <laughs> I like 2020 Vision as an album. Like, I have it downloaded on the hard drive of my car. So that if there's no service, if there's nothing going on, I can play that album anytime. I got some other stuff downloaded on there too. Some Afro beats, like 
three albums of Afro beats. Um, uh, I got a, a drive-in mix that I made with some Frankie Beverly and Maze and Music Soul Child and I think Jill Scott, Earth, Wind & Fire. It's, it's, a, it's a vibe driving mix that I made. Um, but I got to see Prince and Graham Central Station open for them, for him. And as soon as Graham Central Station started, I stood up and I was in and I was standing up for the rest of the show, for the rest of the night. I was fortunate to have MTC. So I went by myself. So when you talk about what you did not have, I did not have company. And I just happened to have two empty seats on either side of me. So I had basically three seats to myself. And I stood up and I used all three seats to dance to all the music, to vibe, to all the music from the opening act to the main. And at the time, I did not know that every show that Prince does in the city, he then performs, he performs somewhere else at a small intimate spot. I didn't know that he did that for every show for a long time, for most of his career. And so I missed that opportunity. I wasn't even checking. Um, and so that was around, I think, 2010, 2011. That's probably 2011. Um, and yeah, that that's something that I think, you know, we'll, we'll live on. You say you got the live uh, album of Daft Punk. I feel like every time I listen to Purple Rain, I turn it up so I can hear the audience being turned yeah. down in the back. It's funny um, you say that about going there by yourself because for me, it, it, it highlighted the moment when Thundercat came because I love Thundercat. Thundercat, uh, Drunk Album, is my number two favorite album, guaranteed. Like, So there's, there's going to be shows that I'm just going to have to go to, right? When those albums come that you know mean so much, the Drunk Album to me is so impactful and I didn't realize how Thundercat carried me through a dark time until I was met with the what I would call maybe the exclamation the punctuation of a dark time which mm -hmm. was the passing of my mother I had already planned to go to this show by myself because I was like I'm gonna go experience this and enjoy it for me and I yeah. remember it was the night my the literally like my mother passed away in the morning and that night was the show. And so I went and it was this cathartic out of body experience to listen to these songs. Right. I was there by myself jamming, going ham, enjoying myself. And that was a thing where I had told myself because of how much the album meant to me already right without any of these other outside factors as soon as i get a chance to go to his show i'm going right and so this show came around the corner bought the tickets and little lo and behold that day i get the call in the morning and i remember you know at the time 
you know, my, my lady was like, are you, are you still going? I'm like, oh yes, I'm going, I'm going full forced because as much as I am mournful, I am also going to celebrate the fact that I can, right. That I get to without even acknowledging what I had said and shared earlier. Right. right? Because yeah, it was a thing where I knew I needed to have some form of celebration, some form of, of energy transference, and I knew that if I go and see the show, that Thundercat is going to grant me that ability and that opportunity to do so. And I had planned on it. So, yeah, like it's it's a trip, especially in the context of music. Right. Like when you hear those melodies, when you hear those words, when you hear that voice, the tone of whoever the, the person is or whoever the player is or whatever the the engineering and mechanics that manifest itself as this experience that you now it hits and resonates in your ears and it associates itself with an era a time and all these things and remembering like, yeah, this is my, my thing. This is my jam. This is, I need this. Yeah. Yeah. I think those, I think I've had a lot of moments. I think because I have had so many people in my circle, so much family, so many people to say goodbye to. I've always acknowledged the privilege I have to to see those see the the, the value in those relationships and just acknowledge that some people don't have some people don't get to say goodbye. Some people don't have anyone to say goodbye to or say goodbye to them and as you know as morbid or sad as it may sound I think I'm always celebrating even when I want to be by myself that there are people that I know that I've shared wonderful beautiful moments in life with and at some point they're going to say bye to me I'm going to say goodbye to them and it may be challenging it may be bittersweet but I remember fondly the the sweet moments and the the vibes that have existed and and I've been fortunate enough to be a part of um it's like i would like to see stevie wonder but you know stevie now versus stevie 10 15 20 years ago 30 years ago i'm not sure what it'll be like um i got tickets to go see jay balvin later this year so i'm interested to see his production and see how that how that rocks um Got tickets to see John Mayer uh, later this year. Interested to see how he rocks. Because um, I haven't been to a show. Um, yeah, so not sure. Let's see, I got to see Steve Lacey. He was good. I'm want to know if he gets I want to see you know in his career how how much better he gets uh saw fka twigs 
um, before. Like it's interesting because like you always catch a, a, uh, an artist before some 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 form of pain and after some form of pain, right? It's like you're catching them in these these peaks and valleys of their lives um, and in their music. And sometimes it's the pain that births, you know, beautiful music. Sometimes it's the joy. Sometimes it's the process in between, right? The, the healing or the spiral, the downward spiral that that brings relatable stories that teach us about the human experience. Always, well, not always, but lately, I think on my on my heart has been this idea that the things that are different about us don't divide us, but combine us. That the uniqueness that exists in all of us makes us all alike. And if I can say and describe something about my co-host, I am talking about an ex a human experience that is different from mine, but is also a human experience. So when I talk about him, I talk about me. I'm talking about what my life could be, what my life has been. I say, well, what are they going through a rough patch? Well, I have also been through rough patches. So I'm talking about myself. I say, oh man, they like navigating and don't know the privilege that they got. Well, I've also been someone who has not acknowledged or taken my privilege for granted. I say, well, oh man, that person is dishonest. I've also been in a space where I have been untruthful, withholding or dishonest. And like I acknowledge all the the truths of who I am, who I've been and who I will be. And also accepting that there is humanity across from me and going back to that quote from Octavia Butler that God has changed the difference in the distance between one person and another is sometimes the closest we'll get to God here on earth that the change in tone, the change in tone, the change in perspective, in height, in, in preference, sexual preference, or orientation, or gender, the change is where we see creation and where we see divinity. The difference between me and the tree, though we come from the same atomic energy that's been here, the same mass that's been here, right? The difference between gold and silver, the difference 
between tungsten and coal, the difference between carbon and nitrogen, right? The science is the how, the spirituality is the why. And yeah, again, I'm just grateful that I get to see it all happen. Oh, it's real. It is real. And that is true. You're right. Like when you can take the time to identify yourself, even when you can't identify yourself in someone else's experience, moment, there's an exchange of differences. Even yeah. in the differences, there's a similarity because you share the difference, right? You share that, yeah, we don't hold or, or, necessarily share the same experience but where we defer there's a moment to broaden a perspective or inform someone of something different because there may be something that i or you can gain from either or right there's so many different experiences that have enlightened or enhanced my own that i appreciate and that i and i hold so much gratitude for because Oftentimes, it's easy to take for granted, right? Like taking advantage versus the unfair exploitation of a situation, right? Where it's like, you know, someone's sharing, giving you, and you may not be ready to hear it. You might not even be in the headspace or you might not even have the practice developed to appreciate it. And that's, that's, that's okay. Like, you know, it's not for everybody. It's not, it's not to cast a shame, a shade or shame on you but if you if you really peep and you really take the time to think about it like there may be a gym in there where you know i i often think about and this is me being an observation you know me being quiet right as as some of you have heard in previous episodes yes i often will sit and watch and see what's going to happen. How is this going to play out? Who are you and how are you going to show up in the moment? What are the subtleties? What are the movements that I've experienced that will then add more into the clarity of the moment that I'm in right now? I have people that I love. I have people that I'm close to. And the observation is there may be a challenge to what's going on or an or adverse moment or experience that is creating some sense of like, um, you know, a barrier to where they're, where they're trying to go. And maybe for whatever reason, they weren't introduced to certain concepts like active listening, or maybe they don't have the patience developed within themselves to sit and hear out what someone has to share and say, because it's so different from their own, right? It doesn't reinforce any of their own beliefs in the moment. But from what I've gathered, there's key points being made when especially somebody who I don't understand or don't know right where I'm I'm learning and I'm developing a, a level of of like just understanding of them right to comprehend what's being given that I learn something that's so impactful from what the difference is that it enhances my ability to overcome my own adversity now when it comes to my loved ones unfortunately they may scoff at it belittle it laugh at it joke about it um, 
you know, the intent, the person of sharing, right, oftentimes is to connect. And the, you know, my loved ones a lot of times ain't ready to connect, right? And that's that's okay. There's healing that may need to happen, may never happen. Yeah. But I do see there's a there's a barrier, there's a boundary that they're trying to overcome. And in what the exchange is, I'm like, oh, that was the nugget right there. All right, you know what? I'm gonna take that. And when you're ready, I'll share it. Maybe I won't share it directly. Maybe I'll ask you the right question and you may discover it on your own. Yeah. But there's something to be said about that difference. Like I really, as much mm-hmm. as the similarities, it is those. Do you have the ability and capacity to be like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna hold some restraint right now for when you're ready for it. Because yeah, not everybody ready. And that's okay. But for those that are, just peep game. And even if this is your first time really being introduced to the idea of like, you know what, maybe I could listen a little better. Then hey, mm-hmm. get to it. Cause yeah. you know, it's different for everybody. Yeah, and I think that's the interesting thing about the concept of team, right? Is that you have individuals who need to play different roles. And if they are all the same, right, it may be more challenging for the roles to be executed well. But it's their differences that make a team well-rounded, good, great, make them contenders. And like, even if your team, right, is the Wu-Tang Clan, right? If everybody rapped like Bobby Digital, folks would not be having a good time. If everybody rapped like the Jizza. Folks might not be having a good time. Right? It's like if everybody rapped like ODB, folks might might have a good time, might just be confused. And the duo of Raekwon and Ghostface Killer right, works so well because of their differences, right? Their differences don't divide them, right? They combine them, right? It's like Captain Planet, your your powers combined, right? Not by your powers divided, not by the differences in your powers, but within their, because of their differences, right? Their combination, right, represents right the power of nature personified to beat toxic people <laughs> doing toxic things to make the planet more toxic and now there are people right that we come across all the time see all the time who are toxic doing toxic things to make the world more toxic. And 
they are trying to create dissension and point out difference and uniqueness as a problem that is insurmountable when it comes to building community. And that's not the case. Like all the folks in my community see certain parts of the world the way I do, but they are not like me. Like what brings us together is that we have something to learn from each other. So that's my piece. No, that's real. It's, yeah, it's a wild time. Like people really, they find anything. They be like, oh, you, you like NFTs? I hate NFTs. And it's like, my brother always <laughs> told me hate is such a strong word. You think, you think, you think, you think, you think NFTs is good? I think NFTs is killing the earth. Everything killing the earth is that the case? You could find blame in anything if you look hard enough, right? And that's the thing is like to what degree and how far are you willing to go? Because oftentimes, as as many social medias will tell me, is this scotch tape really... sustainable? Exactly. And, and the is thing my is, cell is phone, that... is these computers, is these devices sustainable? Nah. They're not. They're not even made sustainable. And we don't demand that they're made sustainable. Right. We don't demand as a collective. I sit on my horse time and time again. And I got a friend who's going to remind me every second. You a hater because I'm critical. I am highly critical of conglomerates and corporations because they don't care about none of us. Do I appreciate their products? I do. Do I think that they could be better? I do. Do I think that there's a lot that can be done? I do. And, you know, I have some very radical beliefs and radical ideas when it comes to certain things like that. But when I look at my neighbors, I look at my people around me, they could care less. If the convenience is there, hey, we just going to keep on going. Not everybody trying to know what baloney made out of, right? And so, for me, I want to know, right? Like, I want to know. As the Dave Chappelle joke reference, as he said, what's in, what's in the sausage? What's in the hot dog? I want to know. What makes this what it is? Because I want to know what I'm putting in my body, mm. right? I care enough to know. I want to know, right? And that's nothing against the people who don't care. I mean, I'm not saying it has to be one way or the other, but I am saying, like, come on, people will find any reason to have a a, a bit of divide, a bit of difference, right? Not for the sake of, you know, sometimes it seems like it's just it's just like unconscious, like I need to be just, I need to be the opposite of whatever this is. I need to be against it. I need to, mm. I didn't find it. I, it wasn't mine to hold. I didn't discover it. You found it. You bringing it to me because of that. I don't even like you because I don't even know you. I'm not even going to give you time to find out if I like you. I was raised to like in a certain manner and certain method. And you did not present yourself in the method or means that I needed. So guess what? I'm hating. Yeah. You like it? It's bad. It's horrible. Um, I'm like, man, we are we trying to build community? You talking about you you want to see change in the world? Change start with self. I guess I'm gonna have to just change my life to change the world I see. Perception, perspective. It's my reality. It's what I make it. And it's not a knock because I work every day to support others. Again, that's why we share this space. That's why we hold these conversations to really illuminate and uplift each other. But 
there's going to be people who just, they, they don't want it. And that's okay. For those that do, it's going to be here. It's going to keep coming. It's going to be abundantly given as accessible as possible. And, you know, like, yeah, one person's trash, another person's treasure. And that other person, they just like, it's no matter what you do, it's, it's yeah, it's horrible. So, yeah, it's, some, it's always a different angle. And I'm appreciative of the fact that I get to see those perspectives because it challenges me to develop my communication abilities on another level, right? Because I'm the believer that if you give me time to have a conversation, I might be able to just help expand your perspective just just a little bit, right? It may be difficult at first for you, but for me, I love it. I enjoy it. I There's nothing more that I, that I love to do than have a really enriching conversation where it challenges the fringes of what you may believe or think or perceive. I, am, I love going to the deep end of, you know, intricate human introspective, interpersonal identity um, perception of what this whole fabric of reality is and how we all are on this together. And so, yeah, I think that, uh, mm-hmm. You know, if you out there and you thinking and you like, you wild, bro, you you tripping because this is how it really is. Yeah, come on here and let's talk about how it really is. Let's have a conversation and explore because I think there's something we can learn from the differences. And there may be a lot of similarities that we can come together on because it's about community, right? We are all lyrical ones. And it's not a matter of like me versus you, right? It's us together. So, you know, yeah. Any, any, any final thoughts for episode 85 of the Lyrical Ones podcast, Alfluent? Yeah, I mean, like, if you go ahead on cryptocurrencies and NFTs and and not be living a sustainable life, like, you just picking and choosing your hypocrisy. Be that. Live That's that. All. Live that. Yeah. On 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 that. On that. And <laughs> like I'm gonna own you know, this continue, Bitcoin. Continue, <laughs> I'll tell you that. Oh, uh, 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 right. On on the you know, on the selective hypocrisy and and just and just, you know, however you go hate, you know, do your hating. You know, but just call it what it is. And uh Episode 85. Can't believe we made it. We're all going to make it. And yeah, man, we all going to make it. All going to make it. We all going to make it. And, and you know, and the hardest life, part life is, is going back to what you said, right? Acknowledging that there's a choice. Right? There's, a, there's an acknowledgement of choices. Not and that's hard because it's so difficult, right? It's in some of us. It's in our. It's in our heart. It's deep within our soul that it pains us to accept that we well, actually hidden. have a choice in it in certain issues. Well, it what what hurts I think is that we have chosen. <laughs> Lyrical ones, episode eighty-five. For the ones that don't want to own it, the ones that want to lease it, the ones that want to rent it, the ones who 
put it on a payment plan, right? You may not own it. You may not be ready to own it, right? The choice is yours. And in that choice, right, it's one of those things that I want people to think about, right, where if that's the case, right, even if you can't accept you made the choice, there will be a moment in time where you will, you will reflect, hopefully, and you'll, you'll get to understand why you made the choice, right? I hope mm. you do, right? Yeah. Because, it, you know, when you get the chance to understand yourself and understand why you made the decisions you made, there's so much beauty from that, so much healing, Man. so much restoration and, re and repair. Man. Um, because for me, there's always going to be an opportunity for a revolution. Because as the world turns, as it continues around the sun, as every sun sets and it comes back again, it's a new day and it's a new opportunity to do something different and to make something happen. And however you choose to do that, I would love it if you want to share what's your way, right? Because if it ain't if it ain't what we share or what we say, I want to know because it may illuminate and expand and in my eyes, give more to what you're trying to see happen in terms of positive healing change. So often as we like to do at this time, as we go, I got my last thing. I got my last thing. I got my last, I got my last thing. I gained so much peace from accepting the choices that I was disappointed in. Happy birthday, Abe. Happy birthday, Abe. Abe, thank you as always. As we get it going and we get it popping. Hit my music.